going back in time to beyond now. First published July 30th, 2015. You can read the full blog post at amybain.wordpress.com. Thanks for joining me on the journey. The sponsor of today's episode, pumpkins. Fun, cheery pumpkins. They come in all shapes and sizes, all colors, well, nearly all colors. But they're just fun, happy. They make me smile. I love pumpkins. And they do make wonderful soup. And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Philippians 2.8 I am a sheep. I have gone astray, turning to my own way. Isaiah 53.6 Thankfully, it doesn't end there. I am on a journey, as are many of you, following the shepherd. Jesus, through whom all things were made, and without him was not anything made that was made, John 1 3 became obedient to his father. This is how his humility was demonstrated. But not obedient because he was already going to do that or because it was convenient. No. He chose to be obedient to the point of death. Yea, death on a cross. Obedience is defined in Webster's as an act or instance of obeying. Where is the heart in this modern definition? We know that God looks at our hearts, 1 Samuel 16, 7. Any act or instance can appear to be obedience. But remember, Jesus' obedience came from a heart of humility towards his Father. And that first stemmed from his choice to be so, Philippians 2, verse 5 and following. An operational definition of obedience is freedom to be creative under the protection of a divinely divinely appointed authority. It starts in the mind. For freedom is a choice. 2 Corinthians 10.5 Obedience is the opposite of willfulness. There is freedom in obedience. Galatians 5.1-13 But not to serve our flesh and sin. Webster's 1828 Dictionary has this definition of obedience. Compliance with a command, prohibition, or known law, and rule of duty prescribed. The performance of what is required or enjoined by authority, or abstaining from what is prohibited prohibited in compliance with the command or prohibition. To constitute obedience, the act or forbearance to act must be in submission to authority. The command must be known to the person, and his compliance must be in consequence of it, or it is not obedience. Obedience is not synonymous with obsequiousness, the latter often implying meanness or civility, and obedience being merely a proper submission to authority. That which duty requires implies dignity of conduct rather than servility. Obedience may be voluntary or involuntary. 
Voluntary obedience alone can be acceptable to God. End quote. This is a rich definition. Read it again slowly, one phrase at a time. Then notice the inclusion of the heart in this definition. Obedience must be in submission to authority. Next, notice the blessing of humility and love. That which duty requires implies dignity of conduct rather than servility. It is good to obey. Obedience has dignity and is lovely. Disobedience is never dignified or lovely. And going a little farther, he fell on his face and prayed, saying, My father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Matthew twenty six thirty nine. Is this the mind we have in us? Philippians 2, 5. Have we done all we can to do, humbly obeying God and our God-appointed authorities? In your, in your struggle against sin, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding your blood. Hebrews twelve four. 4. Mm, probably not. Finally, we cannot depend on emotions to direct righteous behavior. There are times... There will be times we don't feel like doing right, just as there are times a child does not feel like going to bed when his parents know he must. There will be days we need to stand against our very selves in order to follow him, just as he taught us at Gethsemane when he denied his own will for that of the Father. It is an opportunity for us to express our resolve to steadfastly follow him, Truly, love eases what mere obligation calls a chore. End quote. Jennifer Lamp, His Chosen Bride, page 25. If we say, I have been crucified with Christ, then we must also say, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Galatians 2.20 Do you understand that? You are not your own. For you were bought with a price? 1 Corinthians six nineteen through 20 Or even for me to live as Christ? Philippians one twenty one. Do we understand what it means to be bought with a price? Or that to live is Christ? Romans 6 gives us insight into obedience. You are slaves of the one whom you obey. Verse 16 And that when you were slaves of sin, you were free in regard to righteousness. Verse 17 in other words, when we were slaves to sin, we were free from righteousness. But if we have died with Christ, verse 8, and also verse 3 and 4, then you must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus, verse 11. And the life we live, we live to God, verse 10. Therefore, how can we who died to st sin still live in it, verse 2? Don't we believe that God is worthy? Does he, not he, who created us, desire to bless us with heavenly blessings because he loves us so? See Jeremiah 29.11, Ephesians 1.3, and Matthew 7.11. Recall the Apostle Paul's reminder to the Corinthian church. You are our epistle, written in our hearts, known and read of all men, being made manifest that you are an epistle of Christ, ministered by us written not with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God, not in tables of stone, but in tables that are hearts of flesh. 2 Corinthians 3, 
2 and 3. We are also an epistle of Christ, being known and read of all men. The world is watching. What does our letter say about Christ? No, you and I won't be without fault or sin in this life. But I want to be able to say with my whole heart, I have been crucified with Christ, and it is no longer I that live, but Christ living in me. And that life which I now live in the flesh, I live in faith, the faith which is the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself up for me. Galatians 2.20 wait to see you next time. Please like this podcast if you enjoyed it as much as I did. Subscribe and of course share it with your friends. Don't forget you can visit me over on my blog at amybain.wordpress.com. Until next time, have a blessed day.